Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast, focused, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. All right. Well, hey, let's just jump into, uh, I want to give you uh, these three things, uh, three things, how to make your Christmas magnificent. It's kind of the words that I use. I think Christmas can be, uh, and we'll just kind of broaden it out to the holiday season. Uh, the entire thing can be uh, just a tremendous time of the year. Uh, for everybody. Uh, lots of great things can happen, you know, from late November all the way through uh, New Year's time. And it's something that pretty much is celebrated in every hemisphere. So if you're listening to this in, in uh, Europe, or if you're uh, some of our folks on our podcast in the Southern hemispheres, all of this stuff kind of makes uh, uh, makes sense. All right. So during the holidays, let me give you the first one. Uh, it is a tremendous time for outreach. It's just a tremendous time uh, for outreach. People will come to church during the Christmas season. They will come to Thanksgiving uh, type events. They will come to kids programs uh, during, uh, you know, during the holiday season. People love to come and see their their children do stuff. And I'm going to cover the the ch- children thing here uh, again in a few moments from a different angle. But let me just say something. Parents come to see their kids on a stage. Parents come to see their kids getting an award. And parents come uh, to see their kids, you know, having fun. Okay. So if they're getting some type of presentation or doing a presentation or an award, or if they're having fun, if they're singing, you can get parents to come to that. Now, during the holiday season, it's a great time just to get those folks to come. So I think we need to sharpen up. We need to make sure that we, you know, have our uh, literature ready. I've uh, uh, This is kind of a children's ministry literature thing that we have. We'll be handing some of those out. Uh, actually, today we've got a great big program going on. Um, but also during the holiday season, make sure your literature is good. Make sure you got some letters that you're going to be uh, working at. Do some postcards, email systems, uh, however that works. And, you know, social media, obviously, is a, is a great one for outreach. Um, I've got a little poster hangs on my wall, and I went over and took it down. And uh, I wanted to put this up here. I don't know if you can see it all. Get it right there. Uh, but basically, it's this idea uh, to, to reach people no one else is reaching. You know, sometimes we need to be willing to do what no one else is doing. And that includes some hard work. That includes some some meetings. That includes some longer evenings and some dedication and some uh, some sacrifice. And uh, we know that the Lord is worthy uh, to sacrifice for. Uh, he sacrificed for us. So for us to take time for outreach, we can do that. And during the holidays, um, we just need to sharpen up every aspect of our outreach engine. And you can think through what that is. Uh, as Mike was saying, you can go to Church Marketing University and a lot of other places, have a lot of tips. We have a lot of it on reachkeep.com, uh, how to reach out into your community. Um, but again, you know, regular mail, uh, social media, postcards, handouts, um, you know, the idea of brochures and uh, flyers and handouts and have all that stuff ready for what you're trying to do during the holiday season. Now, you can do a lot of different things and we'll uh, uh, probably be doing some podcasts and teaching on some of those. Uh, we do Bible studies on how to have a, a you know, wonderful Christmas. We have how to do great Christmas programs. We've got probably one of our most listened to podcasts is, you know, how to run a Christmas Eve service that's evangelistic and, you know, bringing people in. But 
don't get caught in the idea that Christmas is, oh, they're just going to come once and then they'll never come again. Um, when people come for Christmas, man, that could be the starting point. Everybody comes the first time. And for Christmas, for many, it's Christmas or Easter, you know, they come, but we're going to make the difference in their life. And I remember last year there was uh, Christmas was on a Sunday and there was all sorts of pastors that were debating about canceling their services on Christmas Sunday. And I was just like pulling my hair out what's left of it. Uh, it's like, no, I mean, have, have, a, have a great service on there, you know, figure out a way to, to, to reach more people on those days. And now we have Christmas Eve on a, on a Sunday night. So it's going to be even a better way to reach people. So there's just a lot of things that we can do for outreach. So that's sort of my first thing is, is don't let outreach. Don't, don't think that you can't do it. Don't get so busy. Don't just do your same old sermon series all the way through, get some special Christmas messages and people will come during the Christmas holiday seasons. And, as we were talking, you know, you want to grow people during the year, you know, over the year, if you want to get like 10 new families, pretty good chances that you can get, you know, three or four of them during the holiday season. I mean, because people, that's when they, they start to come. So keep that in mind, outreach. Uh, the second thing that's really important about this, and I wanted to uh, talk to you guys about, is the idea that Christmas and really the holiday season, again, from Thanksgiving all the way uh, through, is is probably the most emotional months of the year. Um, it's people, you know, I'll be home for Christmas, and I'll have a blue Christmas without you. <laughs> There's a lot of songs <laughs> written about it, but because people, they get melancholy. They think about that. And so being at a more emotional time of the year means that if you're going to do some teaching and reaching these people, um, they're, they're, you can use the the feelings and you can use nostalgia and you can use the uh, you know the the hurts and pains and some of those things to focus down and show them that Jesus is the healer and Jesus is the one that unifies and Jesus is the one that that uh, that gives us the victory. You can kind of focus uh, all those things down there. Um, there are there are many many things in, in the Bible. I mean, all the Christmas stories. You know, Mary pondered all these things in her heart, and Joseph was kind of going through all these emotional questions about should I marry or should I not? And of course, the the wise men were like, you know, tricked by Herod, or you know, now they got to go home a different way. A lot of emotional stuff, and all of those mean. And I wouldn't say necessarily every message you preach, but there are people that this is a time when they are very thinking, very spiritual things. And we can take advantage of that moment. And I think that that our messages and some of the opportunities um, are a little bit different during the holiday season. I think you can actually just say it from the from the pulpit. Hey, this is a very hard time of the year for some people. They lost a loved one. You know, things didn't go well at Christmas. The, you know, first Christmas as a divorced person. Uh, you know, all, all all the different things that go on there. And if you need to talk about that. I'm available. Or after the service, we have a prayer team over here in the corner and you can pray, uh, you know, pray with those. Uh, it means that you probably need to have more fellowship time. And I know our, our church, we do some parties and some of that stuff, but to just kind of slow down and be together and have some fellowship time during Christmas, 
allows for people who are having an emotional struggle. Um, they view Christmas in a very negative way um, for you to be able to talk with them and show them the beauty of Christmas. And uh, so that's, you know, having time to talk and, uh, you know, having special we always hand out great things on uh, how to have Christmas devotions. And I, I challenge my people every year to have daily devotions every day from Thanksgiving Day to Christmas Day. And we give them a Bible reading schedule so they can do that. We uh, also have some other Bible reading schedules. We call it the 12 Days of Christmas, and we start that 12 days before Christmas, and they read very specific verses, and I have a couple questions tied to it. They read those things, and it takes them all the way up to Christmas Day so that on Christmas Day, they're not thinking about the tinsel and Santa Claus and the reindeer and you know all the, the goofy traditions that we have. But they're thinking about the birth, the advent, the, the Messiah has come, you know, joy to the world. I mean, they're, they're thinking of it. And uh, so you can take all this and during this season, this time of the year, you can do that type of, of, of training and offer, like say, more time for counseling, maybe some extra Bible studies during the week. Um, we're, you know, considering doing a uh, after church Bible study just right after church on how to have devotions during Christmas time and do that the three or four weeks before Christmas so everybody can kind of get into it. So it's just like a one-off class. They come to it, but if they can't catch it, you know, on the 9th, they catch it on the 16th or, you know, they would uh, they would catch it on all those different Sundays as they go through uh, after church. So we can teach them how to have devotions so that they can be mentally fit uh, there's just a huge uh, focus today on mental health in America and, and North America here about, you know, how we are all messed up mentally. And to me, so much of the answer is the Bible. Okay. It's, you know, it's forgiveness, it's hope, it's reconciliation. It's, you know, humbling yourself. So many of the, of the, of the mental problems really can be solved by missionaries, by pastors, by the local church. So um, Christmas is a great time for outreach, but it's also a, a, a great emotional month uh, during the holiday seasons. And, and we need to take advantage of that. And let me give one last one and, and then we'll wrap this up. And this is, uh, and I wrote down the word kid abuse, okay? Uh, you know, child abuse. You don't, and I'm not talking about beating up on children or that type of stuff. I'm talking about children today in, in general Western culture have the total wrong view of what the holidays is all about. And it is focused on, you know, breaks from school, it's focused on parties, it's focused on uh, certainly the, you know, getting gifts and, you know, all that kind of stuff. We have uh, in our community, we have a great big tree in the center part of our community in a little kind of a parkway. And they're going to light the night, okay, coming up here. And they put lights on there. This uh, a local uh, refinery paid about $20,000 to light this tree. I mean, it's, we're talking about a tree. It's five-story tall tree. And uh, they've been up there for the last several weeks putting lights all over this thing. And it's a huge event for, you know, children to come out. And they see the lights and they get the hot chocolate. And, uh, you know, they have fun and all that kind of stuff. But 
we are, I think, abusing children if we do not let them know the reason for the season. And one of the focuses that we have had here at our church is that bring your children to Sinclair Baptist on Christmas Sunday or one of our Christmas Eve services so that your children can step away from all the rah-rah, away from the bright lights, away from all that stuff, and they can come and learn the reason for the season. And believe it or not, whether you're, you know, LDS or whether you're just, a, you know, an agnostic or an atheist or whatever, everybody can recognize that children get materialistic during the holidays and nobody likes it. And they do want their kids to recognize the reason for the season. And so uh, we even had years ago, there was uh, uh, the Charlie Brown Christmas, you know, there's a little movie made about it years ago when I was a kid. And it was all about all the stuff. And at the very end, the, the little Linus guy comes up and says, let me tell you what Christmas is all about. And he gives a gospel and reads the story, the Christmas story out of the book of Luke. And it's just a, a, a great thing. And people, you know, there's not a lot of pushback on that. That is what it's all about. Christmas is about Christ. I mean, it has it right in the name. So this idea of, of helping our children uh, to step away from the parties, away from the programs, away from the materialism, away from the toys, and learn the real meaning of Christmas. Somehow we need to do that in our local church, because that's not being done in Hollywood. It's not being done by pop culture. It's not being done in our public school systems. It's not being done in any part of our culture other than the local church. And your local church and my local church is the most important building in the community because we teach the true meaning of Christmas. And so we need to focus on these things during the holidays, the outreach, the the idea of recognizing the emotional stuff that goes on there and offering some extra help in that area and then offering uh, and, and tailoring our program so that we can help our our children grab hold of what the true meaning of Christmas is and we can break this cycle of materialism and kind of get them going. So anyway, want to share that with you and for folks that are catching this on recording, I hope this is helpful to you. So anyway, thanks. Uh, thanks for taking a few moments here with me. So 